Want to help and support the show? Become a patron on our Patreon. We have three tiers that will fit anyone's budget. And we also have a store with merchandise from Coda and Ashton Green, renowned for his webtoon series, Evil Call. Thank you for the support and love that we've received, and enjoy the episode. Hi, welcome to the Dartarian Show. I'm Alexander Dartarian. And I'm Dominic Sykes. And today we're going to do another Urban Legends state. It's going to be Maine this time. Ah, Stephen yeah. King's uh, playground state. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyone who's familiar with Stephen King's work, uh, Derry, Maine is a huge staple in uh, his um, his books, mm. especially It. Uh, I think it was The Shining in Maine, too, or no? No, The Shining takes place in uh, Colorado. Oh, so The Shining... Um, Pet Cemetery that all takes place in Colorado. I'm not. I can't remember where Pet Cemetery is. I know for sure that uh, Shining is, but um, what about the Stand? The Stand takes place partly in Colorado too. Oh, okay, so Colorado, Colorado and Maine is, I guess, his playgrounds. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into some urban legends. Uh, the Sabatis Well Descent. Hmm. According to the story, a group of teens dared a friend to be lowered into a well in Sabatis. The well, located in the back of a cemetery, was reported to be haunted, but the young boy agreed to the challenge in order to impress the group. Of course. Yep. Sitting atop a rubber tire, the boy was lowered down into the well for many minutes before his friends could no longer see him. Mm-hmm. When they realized that there was no movement at the end of the rope, the boys pulled up, up their friend and found him very changed. Mm. The boy's hair had turned stark white. His entire body shook, and he was unable to form coherent sentences. He's seen some shit. His laughter indicated that he had gone insane, and his Mm. appearance was that of a very old man. Hmm. The boy never came back from the state, and is said to randomly scream from the windows of the county mental institution where he now lives. So what do you think it is that he saw down there? I don't know. Um, It could be a portal to hell. Uh, there are numerous portals it to hell. Me of uh, it, yeah. The deadlights. Yeah, the uh, deadlights. Yeah. Um, once his face sees uh, Bowser sees and uh, or Bauer Eddie or Henry Bauer sees those deadlights wherever his hair turns like bright white. Yeah. Anytime when you're scared to that point, like it's happened before. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if your whole hair turns white, but I know like you get streaks of white in your hair. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've never seen uh, someone instantly scared. turn white. I don't think that's possible. I don't think so. Okay. Don't the next one is the monster of Poco Moonshine Lake. Hmm. This lake is in Washington County. Is held stories of lake monsters for as long as a manor in the area can remember. So. Pretty much any lake is going to have probably a story yeah any about any kind something of about big it. body of water is going to have something in it. Yeah. Uh, some have reported seeing the snake like beans along the uh, with the trail tails that they leave behind. So like basically when they swim, their tail sticks up out of the water or something. Mm. I guess um, they also leave a trail, like I guess a water trail, like a torpedo oh. would. I don't know. I feel like probably just as a big snake. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, there's no photos of this creature. Locals estimate them to be anywhere from 30 to 60 feet long. Well, a big snake. <laughs> yeah, and could date back as far as 1873. Oh, okay. So the tail sticks out of the water, but they've never thought to take a picture of it. I don't know. That, that just it makes goes along they're with not real. what we were talking about on one of the other uh, episodes about how nobody ever seems to be able to get a, a clear picture of anything or a video. It's always like, looks like a shot on a potato. And yeah. Like all shaky and, and shit like that. Like, come on. Nobody has steady hands like at all. <laughs> Especially with these GoPros and shit that we have now. I know. I, I do this all GoPro on a freaking Falcon over yeah. to buy. All right. Like, if we can put a freaking GoPro on a Falcon, I think we can put a GoPro. And be able to get pretty clear get pictures some, and stuff. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, the third one is the Wood Island Lighthouse Haunting. Mm. Also, another common thing. Yeah. Lighthouses. Lighthouses are supposed hauntings. to be haunted, man. Uh, the lighthouse on Wood Island has a few scary theories related to its haunting. In one, the lighthouse is haunted by the ghost of a fisherman, Howard Hobbs who shot and killed his landlord, Fred Milliken, in 1896. The story goes that Hobbs and his roommate, William Moses, had been drinking heavily when Milliken asked to speak to them about the overdue rent. Mm -hmm. Hobbs went on to shoot Milliken in the chest before he turned the gun on himself inside the Wood Island lighthouse. Ask me for rent, will you? Yeah. And then he kills himself. <laughs> Like, you already killed the landlord that was asking for the rent. I mean... Yeah. Uh, following the suicide, reports of moaning and unexplained shadows began to be told by keepers living in the lighthouse. In 1972, the light was removed, negating the need of any keepers to live within the haunted light. If you take a visit now, you'll see that an automated light now exists, and perhaps you'll hear Hobbs moaning on his own without even a keeper to keep him company. Mm. Well, he just wanted some company. Yeah. That sucks. Automation's taking over everything, man. Yeah, man. The ghosts don't A lot don't of jobs have... don't exist anymore because of... Uh... Automation, yeah. yeah. Uh, the fourth one is the Sangrine Island Lighthouse Hauntings. Another, Another lighthouse. Another lighthouse. In the mid-1800s, the lighthouse was inhabited by a caretaker and his wife. To combat the lonely isolation of the island, the caretaker had a piano shipped to him to keep his wife occupied. Hmm. He probably should have found out her level of expertise before providing <laughs> this gift, though. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh, no. she only knew one song and played it incessantly. Well, that's how you get better. You practice. Yeah. Eventually, the caretaker could not take it anymore <laughs> and went a bit insane. Oh, no. And destroyed the piano with an axe. Yeah. Next, he killed his wife and finally himself. Today, local folks have claimed to have heard the lone song coming from the lighthouse. What song is it? I don't know. But it, it, he destroyed pretty... the piano. Why didn't he just leave it at that? Why did he have to kill her, too? Because he went insane. I don't Why know. Not? Yeah, He's but... like, bitch, I'll teach you. He could have just been like, hey, can you just try to learn a new song? Or even like been like, okay, well, if you don't know any more songs, just stop playing that song. Yeah, or not every day. Yeah, or something. I'm I'm pretty sure that there were some other steps that could have been taken first before he just jumped straight to murder. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but not only that, you would think that he would just be like, talk to her. Just like, hey, don't play it every day. Communication skills. There. I wonder how good she was at that song, though. She must have been really, really good. Yeah, practicing every single day. Yeah. Mastered it. 
The Ghost Bride of Haynesville Woods. So we might have another Lady in White. Mm-hmm. On a wooded, wooded road in the outskirts of Haynesville, a newlywed couple traveled on the dark winter night. The story tells us that the groom was drunk and lost control of the car, hitting a telephone pole, which killed him. Mm. After the young bride crawled from the wreckage and made her way back to the snowy road, she waited for hours for someone to drive by to help her. However, the conditions of the night meant that nobody was traveling, and the woman never received help. Mm. It is reported that she has remained in the same place in her wedding gown where she eventually froze to death. Travelers on the road have reported seeing the woman in white gown outside of the Haynesville woods. She is still... She can still be seen wandering along the side of the road, searching for help that never came. Why is it always a white gown? It's it's easier <laughs> to see at night. I guess. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, not every single woman in, in white, I don't think, has, has died in specifically a white gown. And if they had, that's quite a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop wearing maybe, white. Yeah, stop wearing white. Maybe you won't have so many ladies in, in white. Uh, or maybe they don't get the... Maybe the white gown is just the staple of being a lady in white. Maybe, like, you die and you could die in a black dress or something. You come back and you'd be a lady in white. So you'd have to be in the white dress. I don't know. I don't know. Some even claim to have actually spoken to the woman. In some situations, she tells the driver of her situation, but as the vehicle approaches closer to the woman, suddenly disappears. Mm. So, see, those ones aren't too scary to me because they're not really hurting anybody. No, they're like death loops. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I mean, you're. Yeah, I mean, it would be scarier. Out. Yeah, it would be scary, but like, to like, you're just like, what was that? Yeah. And then you just drive off. Yeah. I think you're going nuts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Next one is the Fort William Henry haunting. Mm. The fort at Pemacrid Beach in Bristol is said to be haunted by the spirit of a Native American chief, Taka Lexus. He was killed by hanging near the fort in 1696 and said to live in the same tree where he was hung, hanged. That you, would suck. Yeah, you may be able to see him in a form of a white orb near the entrance of the front of the fort. So, I mean, he just stuck on that land. That sucks. Uh, the next one is the Robbie Andrews Dormitory Hauntings. Mm-hmm. It is said that Robbie Andrews Dormitory on the Gurham campus of the University of South- Southern Maine is haunted. Mm-hmm. Built in the 1800s, the Robbie Andrews Dorm is the oldest building on the Gorham can- campus. Within that time, there have been numerous stories of suicide and murder, many of which include spirits that have struck or stuck around for future generations of students. In one story, a girl hung herself in a tower after learning she was pregnant. In another, a young woman falls to her death in front of a throng of people. Was she pushed? Did she jump herself? It is unclear. One thing is for sure, she hasn't quite found peace as she can still be seen and heard in around the dorm building. Dorm residents have reported hearing noises and feeling cold areas. Some people have reportedly seen a woman in the tower. Sounds fairly normal until you learn that the tower has been closed off and inaccessible for many, many years. Hmm. So, I mean, I think it was an all-girl dormitory or something, because it's only women that you see there. Yeah, I don't know, maybe it's like a... A piece of construction plastic or something that's just like waving in the wind. And that's what they're seeing up there. 
Um, or just if you want to see something, you see it. Yeah, that's true too. I always find it like if if you go into a place not hearing anything about it at all, right? Not expecting it to be haunted or whatever, and mm-hmm. you experience something. I feel like that would be a lot more authentic and real than if you would go to a place after hearing a load of stories about it, right? Yeah. Expecting that you're going to see something and, and then see something. Because then I feel like, you know, yeah. it's kind of just you're making yourself see what you wanted to see or what you were hoping to see or whatever. Yeah. And but if you people... don't go in there expecting it, you have you have no expectations that it happens anyway, then it's like kind of it... like. Yeah, and you know the first story you get told when you're staying in that dormitory is the fact that the pregnant woman hung herself and the other one jumped. Like, you you hear those stories. Probably. Uh, They're probably, like, like the RAs, like, oh, yeah. By the way. Yeah, you might see some people Mm -hmm. that aren't here. And once you hear that, like, late at night, you're, you're... The reason we see stuff at night is because we're so used to like our ancestors looked out for predators in the dark. Mm. So we're so used to something coming after us in the dark. Is that why you get the, that weird like hair on the back of your yeah. neck standing up thing? Mm-hmm. It's like, a you can sense danger and stuff. Yeah. Thing. Oh dude. Uh, I can't remember if this is just like a, a urban legend or if this is like a true thing, but it, isn't it like if you are like on a boat, or something at night, right? You're mm-hmm. not supposed to stare into the water because, like, it can pull you in. I've or, heard something like, like that. Is I that think like a, a real thing? No, I think it's an urban legend. You think it's an urban legend? Yeah. I have to. I don't know any sailors, so yeah, well, we'd have to ask someone That'd be interesting about that. To find but out. yeah, I, I know talking that. about staring out into the darkness. I was like, well, the yeah, and it, that's why why we see things is because we're. Our, we're so our awareness is so heightened. Like yeah. our mind creates stuff because yeah. if there's no yeah. threat there, then yeah, we the create it. Feeling, you know, your your heart rate's up, your adrenaline is up, your brain is going to be like, okay, I don't see anything there, but the body's response is telling me that there's something there, so I'm going to kind of fill in the yeah, create something. Yeah, and that way it'll make more sense. You know, All right. type deal. Then, I think that's what a lot of Absolutely. That's most of the time we see stuff and that we just want to. Um, The next one is Maiden's Cliff Haunting in Camden. In this tale, a young woman falls to her death on the rocks off Maiden Cliff. During a boisterous day, her her hat blew off her head, right? Mm -hmm. And sailed through the air. In an attempt to retrieve it, the young girl was killed. What? (laughs) Okay. That, that uh, escalated quite quickly. <laughs> Here we are on a nice windy day. Oh, well, my bonnet flew off. I died. <laughs> well, I think she chased it and just fell off the Probably, cliff. Probably, but God, yeah. the, way, the way that that just jumped straight to yeah, she was killed. Uh, she either died at the site or was carried home where she later passed away. Her spirit still haunts the area, which is marked by a white cross. Mm. So you actually can go to this place at Maiden Cliff. See the white cross, and that's where this poor woman's hat blew All off. All she wanted and she to died. do was get her hat. What if she's like Frosty the Snowman? <laughs> like, and the hat gets her power. Yeah. And like the hat just blew off and killed her. No. No, I think it's, yeah, it's more likely that like it was an instinct. The hat flew away. It's probably a pretty valuable hat. You know, if I mean, not... people are just dumb and they try to chase shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like not realizing where she was, or maybe she didn't that's realize like, the cliff she was so had, close. Like, a brain fart or something trying to go get to that hat not thinking about the fact that you know 
or maybe she thought she could reach it in time. Maybe yeah, and, a whole bunch of things could happen. And like the momentum of her body just carried her. Or maybe while she was trying to reach for the hat, an eagle swooped down and like attacked her, and she fell. I was gonna say someone was with her, and they just was like, "Here's my pushed chance," her. and pushed her. <laughs> Here's my chance. Yeah, she was chasing a hat. <laughs> I don't feel like. I I feel like if you haunted. If you came back as a ghost for something like that, then you're just stupid. Because, like, if you, at least if you're murdered or you die tragically, you know, um, in in a big accident or something like that, I can understand coming back as a ghost for that and, you know, haunting out of spite. But if all you do is come back and haunt because, like, you fell off of a cliff trying to get your hat back, <laughs> yeah. like, why are you... What's the point of you coming back and haunting people? Like, I don't get it. Like, you're so mad at yourself that, you know... You're no, I don't think she people. haunts people. I think she's just there. I think she has unfinished business and stuff. Oh. If if ghosts are real, I think that's the majority of the reasons why they come back. is because yeah. they just weren't finished. She never got her hat. Yeah. I think if you give her a hat, she'll <laughs> she'll move on. Maybe, yeah. Maybe should, yeah. somebody should go out there and just put a hat on the cross. Yeah. Uh, the Legend of Colonel Buck's Tomb. Hmm. The founder of Buck Sport, Colonel Jonathan Buck, fell in love with a woman and she became pregnant with his son. Upon learning this, he forced her to leave and she spent the next few years raising her son alone. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, dude. What? Yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh my god. Eventually, the woman came back to Colonel Buck requesting assistance in caring for his son, which he refused. He did love her then. <laughs> yeah. God. To ensure she would not bother him again, he pronounced her a witch and had her burned. Oh my god. During the fire, her leg was fetched by her son who ran away to bury to bury it on his own memorial to his mother. So he like she was burning and she just like he just went and go right, grabbed her leg. Messed up. Yep. Uh, after Colonel Buck's death, his tomb showed signs of a stain in the form of a leg. Mm. Despite attempts to remove it, including changing the stone for a new one, the leg re- image remained. That's pretty And it is still there today. Huh. Can you imagine something like that happening now? Like, you go and you're, you're, you're deciding you're going to go out to a bar, right? You're just going to have a one-night stand, mm. you know? Like happens, and then you know you have the one I stand, and this girl just happens to be, or guy or whatever, just happens to be clingy, you know. Yeah. Or they, they not even clingy, maybe not necessarily the right word, but they think more about what happened than you did, you know. And you're just like, okay, this person's not leaving me alone, right? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be one night stand. I think I'm going to label her as a witch, <laughs> you know. But like modern day, how? <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean it's like oh you're a witch okay like he basically did it to get rid of her yeah exactly like he's just like no i'm not fucking doing this shit go the fuck away yeah it's kind of messed up though i mean own up dude you had a kid take care of it yeah absolutely man it's it's weird um other sightings in maine include bigfoot of course yeah, just because it's all the woods and stuff. I think there are very few places in the United States that do not have uh, Bigfoot sightings at some... Yeah, and they go all... Sometimes they go all the way back to, like, the 1800s. So y- there has to be something. Yeah. There has to be some creature out there that looks like a Bigfoot. I don't know if they've just seen a bear and they're just like, holy shit, that's probably, a weird-looking yeah, bear. probably just a bear. Yeah. 
Um, other others include The Devil's Footprint. Mm. Yeah, which is um, basically according to J.W. Oker's The New England uh, Grim Pendium, A Guide to the Macabre and Ghastly Sights. A crew of yesteryear construction workers in Manchester were trying to move a decent-sized boulder, which, judged, judged by, judging by pictures, was roughly the size of a doghouse. Mm. But it just wouldn't budge. One of the construction workers climbed up on the rock and swore he swore he sell his soul to the devil if the rock could be moved. <laughs> the next day, the rock had been moved and the construction worker had disappeared. Uh-oh. Yeah. All that was left is the evidence that uh, of the deal were the, some strange inventions on the rock. I would have to make sure that I would be very specific if I were going to sell my soul. Yeah, you can't exactly just blanket sell your soul. I, say, I would be very, very specific. Like, not only would I be specific about what I wanted and make sure I was worded correctly, right? But I'd make sure that my part of the debt wouldn't be paid until... Like, oh, you're just like entering. You're gonna have lawyers and stuff. Yeah, with like man, a I'm not gonna sit there and just be like, contract. because the devil, the devil's the devil. I mean, they're just gonna look for any way to get. Okay, well, you didn't say, you know, how long it would be before I could collect the soul. So, uh, the rocks moved. Next day, I take you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or like somebody that like uh, sells their soul to get talented or whatever. There's no guarantee that you know you're gonna stay talented. Yeah. You know, maybe you have a big break and then you just fall right through right after that you know and then what are you going to do after that you lost your chance and now your soul's yeah it's taken. usually how that happens though uh those indent indentations kind of foot-like and reddish in color were dubbed the devil's footprint mm. and the rock is still there right next to the north manchester meeting house constructed in 1793 and it's part of the wall that rings a cemetery also reportedly haunted so the footprints are still there. You can go see them. Yeah. So that's... That's weird. Yeah, that's freaking creepy as shit, man. Uh, there's there's a lot of other things. There's really haunted uh, cemeteries and stuff. Just because uh, Maine is one of the oldest you know, states, of course. It's not as old as Virginia, but it's pretty old. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, Maine has a lot of... Uh... <clears throat> stories around it too because of the of Stephen King's books. Yeah, absolutely. And also the uh but the you know the scariest thing in Maine? Hmm. Moose. Moose. Yeah. Are there moose in Maine? Yeah, there's moose in Maine. <laughs> you know those things swim underwater. Yeah, dude. They're, <laughs> they they're can freaking, dive. They are they're <laughs> the most aggressive species of deer. Yeah. I would mess with the moose. All right. You know, here's another Stephen King book that was based in Maine. The Mist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maine Mist, possibly inspired by Stephen King's horror movie, The Mist. Maine's thick, haunting fog has taken on a life of its own in make, on Maine folklore. The Mist has blurred vision for many sailors that then wreck their ships on the Maine coast. The same thing has happened to many adventurers in the deep woods, causing them to lose their way. The mist is also a common factor in other Maine legends. For example, it is said that the foggiest place in Maine is Catherine's Hill. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm going to tell you about Catherine's Hill. Yeah. The ghost on Catherine's Hill. Between Cherry Field and Franklin on Route 182, there is an area around Fox Pond where the road climbs to a hill. 
This is where a girl named Catherine is rumored to have lost her life in an accident. She may be the most well-known ghost in Spain, or Maine, sorry, not <laughs> Spain, Maine, and the most seen, but not all those who see her get to share their tale. Yeah. So, That's interesting. Yeah, uh, you, you basically wreck where she wrecked yeah. and stuff, and it's because of this mist hmm. that comes in. And obviously, any coastline is going to have mist. Yeah. Like, that's it's it's cold up there. Well, it's like warm it's weather cold. Wrecks because yeah. it makes it hard to see, which is the point of lighthouses in the first place. Uh, there's a goat man in Maine. Yeah, I, I would expect Maine to be kind of a goat man's type state. Yeah. Uh, in the 1950s, a story was told of a man traveling the roads near Cherryfield when, like in a horror movie, his truck suddenly began to slow and then stop. Mm. When he got out to check his gas tank for leaks, he was shocked to see a goat man standing in the roadway. Nope. According to his report, the lower half of the legs was a man, naked, but furry and shaped like a goat. While his body was human and wearing a flannel shirt, his face was human, but he grew horns and had ears like a goat. The spooked man tried to start a truck again as he watched the goat man saunter into the woods. Sounds like a freaking satyr. Uh, yeah, or just a goat. Because goats, Mr. I think, can... Tumnus from Chronicles yeah. of Narnia and yeah. shit. That's what it sounds like. Uh, goats can stand on their hind legs, can't they? Yeah, sure. Yeah. He was probably just standing on his hind legs, and he was, like, fucking scared shitless. Just a goat. Yeah. The Maybe. goat was just, like, trying to cross the road, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the goat, goat men's are creepy, though. The Turner Beast. Back in 2006, after a few neighborhood pets were killed or missing, residents lived in fear of Chupacabra. what lurked in the forest in the Turner area. But after they found a mutant beast, after a mutant fe- beast was found, possibly killed by a car, the beast turned out to be a wolf-dog hybrid, and the attack stopped. Hmm. But it leads one to wonder what else lurks out there. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's probably just a fucking wolf, <laughs> wolf yeah. hybrid. I'm sure because there's wolves in um, in Canada, so I'm sure, uh, Maine's like bordering Canada, so I, I would not be surprised if wolves were in Maine. I just wanted to go to Maine. Me too. I want to live I like in Maine. Maine's a pretty, pretty place to live. Yeah. It gets really bad in the winter, though. I like that, though. I, the, the the colder and more snow for me, the better. Really? Yeah. Um, do you know fairies and leprechauns have been seen in Maine? No. Yeah. Uh, this legend from Native American tribes describes people are similar to what we now call hobbits, leprechauns, or fairies. Little people. Yeah, little people. Some good, some evil. These little people are supposedly all around us. We just might not notice them. Some play nasty tricks. Others can be very helpful, Helpful, like things with gardens. Mm-hmm. So gnomes? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So that's that's pretty much all we have for Maine. Um, that's cool. Definitely a lot of... If you guys want to look up the Bigfoot sightings, because I kind of want to do a whole episode on Bigfoot, because if there's so much, and it's been seen... He's been seen everywhere, so don't want to get into the sightings per se in this episode but we will but there's been a lot yeah that go all the way back to the 1800s so probably before that just recorded since the 1800s oh yeah this i mean i'm sure there's native american yeah. uh lore surrounding sasquatch or bigfoot different yeah. now is sasquatch and bigfoot two different things 
No, I think they're both a name for the same creature. Um, it is different when you get into like Yeti or Abominable Snowman, though. While it's the same type of creature, it's like specifically, it it would be like a polar bear versus a grizzly bear type. Yeah. Deal. All right. Well, those all were like these big simian like creatures. You yeah. Know? Those were Urban Legends Maine. Um, we hope you enjoyed them. Uh, Definitely. Maine is, uh, like we said, a beautiful state. I, I really want to live up there. Um, so, not in Derry, though. I don't want to live where it is. Uh, yeah, Maine seems like it, it's... I don't think it's a r- real place, but... No. Um, but no, it, it does look beautiful and everything. So, yeah. You guys, hope you enjoyed it. Next week is Blackbeard. Um, it might be two parts. I don't know. Um, depending on how long Shit. and much we can find for him. Uh, we kind of just want to keep it. I want to keep it one episode uh, for Blackbeard. But uh, we'll see how it goes. So there's a lot of information on Blackbeard. So yeah, a lot more than the Pirate King. Yeah, Henry Avery. Yeah. Um, so you guys... You know, can follow us on that link below. Uh, our Patreon's linked up to that. Uh, our store for our merch. We got some new merch in there. Merch. Yep. So if you guys just want to follow us, give us that five star rating. Uh, if nothing else, just do that. That would be great. Yeah. It helps us out, word of mouth, and all that stuff. Uh, but we will see you next week for Blackbeard. And yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you.